0: I'm Elodie, she, her. Mama.
1: I'm John, he, him.
0: Baba. And this is the baby, Juniper. Me, me, They, them. Baby.
1: We're doing our best at respectful and gender open parenting. Hey everybody, we wanted to break with the usual format today and just do a little discussion on what we think gender is currently currently what we think it is and (laughs) just explain why we think it's a good idea to not assign gender at birth we
0: know not everybody's gonna parent this way everybody
1: has their own way of doing things typically
0: we don't want learn as they grow to come across as like preachy or prescriptive yeah Yeah. exactly
1: not that we're not happy to like answer questions but But, he has it but
0: yeah here's our uh
1: gender open episode
0: all of our thoughts (laughs) our judgmental judgmental thoughts
1: yeah, we'll cut that.
0: Okay. <laughs> mm.
1: Okay. Let's get to the show,
0: baby. So, why are we doing it? Oh man,
1: why are you being so pervy? Why do you want to know? <laughs> it's between the legs. Yes. Everybody can just relax, okay? We're we're trying
0: pristine. This American Life quality audio. <laughs> Look at this man. I don't know. You're pretty, pretty masculine. If you're man. asking,
1: I identify as a 12-year-old prepubescent. Like, <laughs> okay. no. no, you don't. You do not.
0: <laughs> Have you given thought to, like, what your gender identity is, John? Uh,
1: I feel very comfortably masculine. Like, I, I feel like a boy. Yeah. I, yeah.
0: You feel like a boy? Be a white?
1: Not a man, a boy.
0: Are you a dude?
1: No, no. I could see
0: you being the guy.
1: From high maintenance?
0: That's just how I think of your gender identity is the guy.
1: The guy guy from high maintenance is such high praise. To be compared to that man. Ah, a joy.
0: The guy is how, if I were to impose a gender identity on you, I'd call you the guy.
1: Well, see, this is why it's all silly to me.
0: My gender identity is petite, retro, farm femme. I am, okay. Every time I tell John my gender identity, I add a new word to it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I can't, I can't speak to this.
0: No, it's my identity. Of course you can't speak to it. Yeah. Yeah. Although I just spoke to your gender identity. I'll let you, I'll let you keep puzzling.
1: Also, you seem a little bit like disappointed with my answer.
0: Uh, you know what? I think that you have a lot of privilege to not have to think too much about your gender
1: but again what is gender what like, is I it i don't tie my sexuality to my gender i don't tie my body to my gender I, so what what the hell f- is it i don't even think it really exists i think it's just made up nothingness so it's it's like saying it's a
0: cultural you, construct
1: i might as well say i'm a virgo it's like <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't mean anything yeah. to
0: yeah no that's fair
1: i'm a human i agree I'm a human who doesn't feel comfortable wearing dresses in front of other people, but I don't think that's because of a gender identity. I think I that's I think that because, is your
0: gender identity. No,
1: I think that I present as masculine, and so I know that in the current culture, yeah, I would get pushback if, if I, were, I were to wear, like, really girly clothes or something. If so, I were
0: to force you into a dress, you wouldn't feel like yourself in that. You would no, be like, oh, these clothes, no. they don't reflect me.
1: I, no, oh, okay. not what I'm saying. All right, that's fair. I'm saying that the way it occurs to me to present to society is just without i don't want friction mm-hmm. i am not looking for attention or friction it doesn't occur to me to wear a dress to the store but yeah. like would a dress feel wrong to me no i it's just it's just clothes it's like i don't yeah. know there's nothing but cultural baggage
0: i love that that's really interesting
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. and it's it's a really big question it's like i think most people who are cis don't necessarily know why say like me you're assigned female at birth and would the girly things always have appealed to me or was it the path of least resistance was i always rewarded with privilege when i conformed to the society's idea of what gender identity i should have
1: identifying as non-binary would Mm -hmm. be tempting almost just to like buck the system as Mm -hmm. flawed as entirely bull
0: I can see that you know Mm -hmm. what I
1: mean I don't feel uncomfortable identifying as man. I've, mm-hmm. I'm I'm fine. I there is no disparity. but you
0: were always rewarded for identifying that way because that path was the least disruptive. Absolutely, it would be disruptive if you given, came out as non-binary.
1: I was given rules. Mm-hmm. I did not want to be picked on or have friction mm-hmm. or anything. So of and course, maybe you I was even, going to make decisions.
0: You codified your identity around that.
1: Were I raised like Junebug is being raised, mm-hmm. I have absolutely no idea how different a person i would be
0: well and if gender is a spectrum then some of us might fall in a more black and white understanding of our identity but then a lot of people might be in the gray area like you which means you would have been more susceptible to being molded and pushed along the path of least resistance and kind of fallen into those societal expectations yeah that's really interesting
1: and once again I, I think it's all made up. Yeah. Like, it's a tool for understanding kind of who you are and, and how to explain that to other people. And so I appreciate that, Ellen Devitt. Definitely. Mm-hmm. But that being said, you you might as... I mean, I don't even know how to... You might as well say that anything. Like, I identify as a goth or totally. a punk. Yeah. Or, you know, they're, they're all Or a just,
0: petite retro farm femme. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Sure. Thank you.
1: <laughs> it just um. doesn't... It's not a thing. I don't know. I'm off in the weeds. But
0: I believe giving my kid they them pronouns is going to give them the space to think critically about themselves and have the opportunity to opt into the binary if they if they want that. And I think they're just really going to gain a strong sense of self and confidence in selecting their identity because they They chose that with intention.
1: It's almost like bumper rails on a freaking bowling lane. I'm not giving myself as much room to make mistakes. Like I know Mm -hmm. that I would make a bunch of mistakes and I still am going to. But if I can just give myself the best.
0: As a parent. Yeah.
1: The best chance at Mm -hmm. not effing everything up. All the better.
0: Yeah. I was really surprised at how I really needed to change how I saw my child. And I needed to see them as not having a gender identity to begin with to prevent me from falling into tropes and stereotypes around gender. It
1: was harder in the first few months. It was. It's actually autopilot now. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Even when I meet other kids out in the world, it's a lot easier for me to deconstruct the identities that I impose on them based on their gender presentation that's, I mean, that's just dictated by the clothes that their parents provide for them and, and the way they're allowed to be in the world. Mm. speaking of clothes those are really fun taking the baby to the thrift store their outfits letting them pick out their own clothes are
1: flipping off the hook oh my gosh i just said off the hook yeah i got it oh god i think that was old when i was in middle school i'm
0: sure if you were like oh their (laughs) outfits are fire i'm sure that's old now too. i'm sure it
1: is maybe maybe the right solution is to go so old that it could not be confused that it was actually me. So I'm just going to start saying things like groovy. Oh, there
0: are there there I'm going to
1: boogie. Their outfits are radical. Yeah.
0: Radical. Radical. Audacious. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> no, but like the little the little combers.
1: Yeah.
0: That we got. We're going to get all our
1: language from Encino man. I'm yeah. sorry.
0: Raised in a cult. Yeah. Never, so, LED does not anything.
1: have the cultural references. I'll be dropping, like, Simpsons or Seinfeld lines. Or I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. You should be.
0: Born under a rock. You
1: saw Fifth Element, though. I did. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, there are a few, like, choice ones that you...
0: All the Jim Henson stuff is, yeah. like, solidly in there. Yeah. I mean
1: You didn't actually need to watch Seinfeld. You didn't miss anything. It's really no, okay. No,
0: like and, and I do believe that I have this outside perspective that's not tainted with nostalgia and I can understand these cultural references. Oh, like, dude, you know.
1: It's all hot garbage. I can't I can't rewatch anything from my childhood.
0: Oh, I'm so excited to watch all this stuff that J-Bug gets to have be the foundation of their childhood. It's
1: Steven Universe. They get to have Steven so... Superior to what I was watching. Mm-hmm. <laughs> go, speed, racer, go. Mm-hmm. Get out of here. For sure. So, you want to talk about the gender neutral stuff? The they, them, the yeah. goodness. I think I'm uh, almost fully desensitized to it. Because I don't, I don't, it doesn't really come up that much anymore. The, the initial push, mm-hmm. when you first had Juniper and I first went back to work, that was probably like the hardest time for me, just because that was when all these people who know me well enough and know you well enough to ask, ask the question, you know, and, yeah. they, and they're bringing this excited energy to you. And you have to be like, I'm excited, too. And I'm excited that you're excited. But also, I'm not going to tell you. Shit. No. <laughs> and let yeah. me give you my nutshell on why that is. And but now it's all now. This is 18 months later and.
0: Oh, I know. I feel like if I could do it all again, I'd be so much better prepared for people's questions. So much better prepared to just have the right tone, the right attitude, the right words to say.
1: You know, I was like uh, half embarrassed in tone. Doing a very hippy-dippy thing. We're not telling anybody the gender. You know, it came out in this weird way. Now I'm just like, oh, we're actually using they-them pronouns for them until they're a little bit older. And I just don't even think about that. I assume that you either know what I'm talking about or you're going to look into it later. Mm-hmm. I, I don't feel a burden of responsibility to, like, justify my decisions to somebody unless they want to know. I'm yeah. happy to talk about if it. If you've
0: got questions, yeah, yeah let me know because I will, I will get up on that soapbox yeah. and I'll tell you exactly why we're doing it. Totally. Yeah. So, why are we doing it? Oh, man.
1: It's Whoa. just... Our understanding of gender in the current culture in Zeitgeist is evolving and has evolved over the last few years, especially. And I don't mean that some people haven't already had this perspective, but it's growing in awareness. We're all starting to like get a little more awareness that, oh, hey, we need to chill out on this binary. <laughs> we need- And Mm -hmm. we need to make space for individual people to be individual people, whatever that means. And if we saddle them with expectations that are from that binary, then Mm -hmm. you have potential to damage people and not leave space for trans people and non-binary folks. And it's just... Worth worth
0: saying that throughout all of history, throughout all cultures, there have always been intersex people there have always been trans people our gender binary in our current culture is pretty intense and like you said just starting to really loosen up and there's a a lot of space
1: oh i'm so sorry
0: no you're great go ahead
1: there's a lot of different ways that you can address that as a parent with a new infant
0: oh yeah and this is
1: one of the more extreme ways, honestly, but it's not extreme. It's just relative to the what's considered the normal way of doing it.
0: Definitely. And our baby might have come with any variety of sure. sex characteristics. That's not really anybody's business. Um, why
1: don't you all just stop trying to picture infant genitalia? How about that? Yeah,
0: <laughs> that's a great idea. Great idea.
1: <laughs> um, that was a terrible way to say it. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Physical characteristics aside, gender is different. Gender is the way we express our identity it has as much to do with nurture as it does with nature yeah and so kids generally don't develop a gender identity at all until they're about two three or four once they've been in the world once they've existed they've kind of seen the way gender is expressed in our culture Only then, as far as what I believe, only then do they actually develop a gender at all. I look at babies and I'm like, you have no gender identity.
1: Well, it's just not tied to your physical characteristics. No,
0: it's it's a lot more complicated than that.
1: We've talked about it recently. You think about personality types, you Mm -hmm. think about even like horoscopes to some degree are just tools for understanding yourself and then trying to advertise to others
0: who you are. Who,
1: who I am. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Your identity. How I view myself and what's mm-hmm. important to me, what's whatever. Definitely. It's not something that is locked in. Yeah. It is just it's a... It's fluid. What is your way to understand yourself and to communicate that to others?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're right that gender is as much about like how other people perceive you as how you yeah. perceive and project your own identity into the world, be that through clothing or through hair or...
1: Uh so we've had a couple of different ways of looking at it. It's more of a tool for understanding yourself
0: at the best of days.
1: Oh yeah. At um, the no, 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 worst
0: no. of times it's rules it that you cage. apply to others yeah. and to that dictate socially acceptable or non-acceptable behavior. Yeah,
1: it's telling you what you're allowed to do rather than like what feels right to you to do. Definitely. And
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, and our society has some uh, has a pretty strict binary
1: It's traditionally been tied to your body, and then the role and function you have in society has been traditionally dictated by that. And we don't like it. We don't like it. (laughs) So what is gender-neutral parenting for how we're doing it?
0: Well, to me, I see our gender open, gender creative, gender expansive, whatever you want to call it. Our gender creative parenting is not assigning a gender
1: right. to we our use, baby we use they them pronouns for them
0: and I view that uh, honestly as an extension of the respectful parenting that we do yeah which is that the same way I'm not gonna tell my kid oh they are you're so smart I'm not gonna tell my kid oh look you're such a picky eater I'm, I'm not going to tell my kid who they are
1: yeah We're not going to restrict their clothing, we're not going to restrict their choices for toys, we're not going to restrict what they want to watch, I mean, except for like violence and stuff, but that's a whole different conversation, not based off gender expectations. We're not going to try and regulate their emotions based off a gender expectations, which you might not see it, but we're raised to treat boys and girls very differently on how they display their emotions
0: to avoid stereotyping them, to avoid limiting them in any way, and to avoid our unconscious biases. We well, did try up until this point to and, keep it all really gender neutral. And
1: there are like a lot of different ways to do gender open parenting. A lot of people still assign a gender within the binary based off-
0: Physical characteristics. Yeah. yeah.
1: And there's like the world and the system and the culture, it all is what it is. So, like, I have got no shame on you deciding to do that.
0: Yeah, everyone's uh, got to find their own way.
1: If you're willing to actually use they, them pronouns and not assign a gender and then, you know, tell everyone around that kid who's going to be in their little village, then it's easier for me to not make as many mistakes and for other people around them not to make mistakes. Definitely,
0: it really does uh, help those family members who maybe don't understand why we're doing this. Yeah. But if they don't know whether or not this kid is quote unquote allowed to wear a dress or not, Yeah. then they're just automatically not going to shame.
1: You can't project a, you know, a stereotype of a gender onto a kid. If you don't know, Uh huh. if you don't know, then you can't mess up.
0: And you can't shame a kid for crossing a gender boundary.
1: Yeah.
0: If you don't know which side of the boundary they're supposed to be on and so so
1: much of it is unconscious mm -hmm. and so if you have this this structure it's just gonna help i mean this is my impression anyway and it Mm -hmm. has so far seemed to like work out that way pretty well
0: yeah i i do want to say that a lot of people come at the gender neutral gender creative whatever you want to call it gender Uh, expansive parenting from different perspectives. Mm -hmm. Sometimes that includes what we are doing, which is to use they them pronouns for our baby and to not disclose what variety of sex characteristics our baby might or might not have. Mm
1: -hmm. And we can get into like why that particular method works Mm -hmm. well for us. That was our choice. It seemed like the way we wanted to do it.
0: But a lot of people would consider themselves gender creative parents. And honestly, what they're doing is still assigning a gender at birth, but leaving the door open and making it clear to their kid that if they ever want to change that gender, that gender was just that parent's best guess when they were born and that gender is a fluid thing. These parents are really careful not to shame kids for crossing these arbitrary gender and roles so that's, that's
1: gonna look like clothing that's yeah. gonna look like toys specific behaviors you think yeah. about how it's rough and tumble being okay for boys in circumstances that for some reason it's not okay for girls and, and even though obviously that's all yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, all super so, arbitrary so,
0: and um i want to be really clear i think it is valid parenting if you assign a gender at birth.
1: Oh yeah, no shame. I'm yeah. not I'm not trying to.
0: I think especially like for parents who are already gender non conforming parents.
1: Yeah.
0: People who are trans, people who are non binary, who are intersex, or who have some sort of different example for their children. Yeah. They're already showing their kids by their very existence that gender is a fluid thing. Gender is a complicated thing. Yeah, people who are Gender non-conforming already have to go through the world navigating how gender non-inclusive it is.
1: The current world is, by and large, set up for the binary. We are slowly making space for non-binary mm-hmm. like options, but you know, as it stands, like most of the toys are still pink and blue and are marketed as such. And you know, it's all
0: yeah, and it's a, all
1: very rigid.
0: And other things too, like all the paperwork you have to fill out around yeah. having oh, a totally. kid. Gender inclusive social security is not a thing yet. But if you can make space for your kid to have gender creative play, if you're not shaming kids who are crossing gender boundaries, if you assign a male gender to your child at birth and then they're wearing pink sparkly dresses, if you're not shaming them for that, there's, there's all sorts of gender creative parenting that's completely valid parenting. I'm not, I'm not here to say that you have to use no, they, no. them pronouns there's from a birth.
1: Of, a lot of different ways you can approach uh-huh. it.
0: I just see it as kind of incumbent on us, some very privileged, you know, non-trans, het-presenting folks. I do feel like we need to be making this space for intersex, non-binary, and trans kids that using they-them pronouns from birth for Bug, it helps everybody. It helps when we go out into the world to take up that kind of space. Like, cis- hetero people should be calling their schools and asking are you a bathroom inclusive school if my child wants to go in the bathroom that's affirming to their gender do you support that do you support kids who want to change their name or their pronouns at school i think we should all be trying to better our pediatrician's offices to have inclusive language
1: bear in mind we're super lucky and we definitely live in like a super blue state <laughs> no we do <laughs> so i mean mm-hmm. whenever you can and definitely. And again, no shame.
0: And it, it just shouldn't be incumbent on the trans, non-binary, and intersex community to be constantly fighting all of those battles. Yeah, that, on the front line. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. And And it's really good, you know, if you want to take your kid whether you've assigned a gender to them or not, you know, take them to a pride parade. We should all go to a drag brunch together. Absolutely. You know, we should all we should you're, all be going out and and showing very- our kid just how colorful the world can be. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. There are two main categories for why I believe we should do gender open parenting, and one is it benefits our baby. And two is that it it benefits the world more broadly.
1: People know people. People have relatives that come out as non-binary or moving in like a trans direction or have friends who are, and it would end up being that they would talk to us and be like, I get how you're making space for that now better since this other person has come out to me as you know, as being non-binary. Or, mm-hmm. And they just appreciate the space that's being made for that and the normalization that comes with that. And that's one of the most gratifying things of doing gender-neutral parenting to me. It's, oh, it's, yeah. it's been really, really nice. Oh, friends at work? remember? Mm-hmm. I won't get it. Okay. No, I keep great. on wanting to be like specific and use names. but
0: Well, you can use some stories. You could just say, yeah, you're... Your sister's children got to practice using they them pronouns with J Bug. Yeah. Before their cousin came out as non binary. Yeah. Those kids were just prepared.
1: April at work. Had Representation
0: had matters. Had yeah.
1: A, a niece, I think, or a nephew, a nibbling a nibbling, a nibbling yeah. who was moving in a different direction, and uh-huh. April was just like, I'm so grateful that. I got to, like, think about this beforehand because I knew you guys, and so I had to think about all these pronouns. And suddenly pronouns, I was, and was the
0: cool aunt who, who already could say they, them in a singular uh, way.
1: And I'm not, I'm not really not trying to, like, toot my horn so much as it's just, this feels good. It's I just, been it rewarding. Just, yeah, because yeah. I'm not somebody who makes it out to the protests like I should. I'm not somebody who makes the phone calls like I should. Well, you have. I know I have. Yeah. I'm just saying... <laughs> I'm not always on top of it as I, and so this has been a thing where I've been able to feel like we've made a, we've been able to make just a little bit of a difference and nudge the giant meteor just a little bit just to yeah. get it on a different course and feels good.
0: I agree. The bigger concept of how this is important to make space for intersex kids to have whatever kind of identity they want for Trans and non-binary kids to have more representation.
1: Well, this is mostly for J-Bug.
0: This is also beneficial to our individual child.
1: I would say the majority of the decision is to be for J-Bug so that they can be themselves.
0: Yeah, agreed. So now that we're done talking about the big broader picture. In addition
1: to that, it's been really nice to be helpful.
0: There are so many benefits to our child when we do not assign them a gender at birth. It just gives kids so much confidence in themselves because their identity is internally generated rather than externally imposed yeah so what do i mean by that that to me means that we haven't given them a blue or pink lens that they start to look at the world through and you know as a little kid conforming to societal expectations conforming to what your parents call you is a big part of their development
1: if you're given a pattern that you're supposed to follow then you're gonna start gauging every single choice you make based off whether or not you're fitting into that pattern and evolutionarily that is for security for safety you want to be for
0: your secure attachment be
1: safe within the group if you think that this is the correct path for you that that is the rule that mm-hmm. you need to adhere to then everything is going to get funneled through that Definitely. in order to ensure your security whereas if you don't give them this rigid model then well then well then you can make decisions based off what feels right and like yeah. you know what is What's making you feel confident and empowered and happy in the world?
0: And, you know, you go out in the world and you're going to run into these stereotypes about what a good girl is in our society, what a good boy does. Yeah. So when you assign one of these binary genders to your kid, they have to run up against these societal expectations at a really young age. And like kids become obsessed with gender very early on because our culture is obsessed with gender.
1: Absolutely. It
0: seems like this highly important thing to kids because we are constantly labeling everything as he or she when a child is assigned a gendered pronoun they just begin to move through the whole world putting things into boxes of for them or not for them based on what society says is allowed based on their assigned gender.
1: And kids are smart. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they pick up on patterns really, really fast.
0: Even despite our effort as parents and caregivers to like deconstruct individual stereotypes for them.
1: And again, there's a lot of different ways you can approach it. But it is and... a
0: more hands-off way, honestly. There's so many different ways to combat conformity, but it's it's tricky because that drive to please and conform, it, it's a natural part of child development. So, of course, we can actively help to prevent a gendered child from painting their world pink or blue, but for a more passive parenting style, we decided to just not assign a pink or blue lens to begin with.
1: It's like easier to not mess up that way.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. (laughs) Well, and then I don't have to like be this annoying parent that pulls their child aside and is like, I know that your aunt just called you a very pretty girl, but it's really important that you understand that your external appearance is not the most important thing about you. And it just seems like so much work.
1: It's always interesting when people get uncomfortable with not knowing. Oh, they you do. Know, it's like this moment of like, but then what if I will say the wrong thing or how do I how do I guess? How mm-hmm. do I guess what to say? It's like you don't have to guess anything? Yeah, it's, <laughs> guess what? it's you can, fine. You could actually guess what? This is talk just, to a kid or a baby. about a kid. Well, it's just like hilarious. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there has to be this way to talk to one or the other, uh-huh. and like as if you can't just talk to a kid. Yeah, totally. With it, without that coming into it.
0: Well, and I always oh, go ahead. I always try to tell them, you know, this is June. This is a person, their name is June. We use they, them pronouns until they tell us otherwise. And people do fine, people do fine. They don't have to be like, hello little boy. They can be like, hi June, how are you today? It's really nice outside, isn't it? You know, and I think it's kind of a gift.
1: But how will I know whether or not to call them pretty or handsome?
0: them off script <laughs> and suddenly this person gets to interact with you uh, in a gender creative way
1: expand their mind and
0: most of the time it goes really well and yeah, i'm just most like most
1: of the time yeah there's a couple of funny exceptions but <laughs> you
0: can't we just can't change right now how gendered the world is and kids will encounter stereotypes um uh, but if they haven't been told which to apply to themselves, you know, to fit in this this externally imposed identity, then they, they don't get into the habit quite so early. They'll often think more critically about the validity of these stereotypes because they're no longer accurately fit their experience of the world. I do think that is worth saying there's also the experience of trans kids. You know, gender dysphoria is is a real struggle.
1: Gender dysphoria is a product of being assigned into a, a gender. It's unlikely that somebody is going to be trans. It's a pretty low percentage of the population. Mm-hmm. Not to minimize it. It's still a significant no. number of people. But it doesn't matter that it's unlikely. Yeah. If it were the case that I was going to... Pin a bunch of baggage and that they were going to have to come up against this wall of like, I don't think that I feel the way that I'm being told I'm supposed to feel Mm -hmm. and like all in the conflict.
0: And I mean, again, you can you can tell your child, hey, I've I made my best guess when you were born yeah, that this is the identity that you will have. Yeah. Personally I don't like the way that actually subtly pressures a kid to conform to that identity. But we're
1: not trying to show totally. people who is psyched. That's, have that's you. you. That is I'm so sorry. that is
0: totally your choice, your prerogative. <laughs> there are a lot of really <laughs> compelling reasons why you might still do that. Yeah. For me, I I don't feel like it is my job to tell my child who they are. It is my child's <sighs> job to show me who they are and it's my job to just embrace them. Personally, if my child is trans, I I just can't stand the idea, personally for me, of having my kids say, Mama, how did you get it so wrong? How could you not see who I was? How did you tell me I was one thing and be completely wrong about me? There are a lot of things that are very similar when people reflect on when they were being misgendered by their parents.
1: It's important. However, yeah. you're going to address it. It's important to make space for that. Clause. Even if you're not going, even if you don't want to do like fully gender neutral parenting, mm-hmm. the more you steer away from focusing too much on gender, it's just in general, it's yeah. only going to be helpful.
0: Minimize your gendered language when you talk about other people in the world, yeah. and you'll minimize your chance of of stereotyping
1: yeah. people. And, and good genders. luck to you.
0: Yeah, best of luck. <laughs> It's, you the know, world
1: is set up how it is it's hard it's, it's hard yeah
0: <laughs> so we can talk all day about how we don't want to project an identity onto our kid and that these two binary pronouns are essentially that it's it's limiting it's it's putting something on them that wasn't there to begin yeah. with but what would you say to someone who says oh but they them pronouns that's that's just assigning non-binaryism to a baby you're still assigning a gender
1: i would say we're not assigning them they them they them applies to everyone like i can refer to a he or she as they or them as well and we do oh someone
0: forgot their umbrella oh
1: they forgot their umbrella we didn't know who it was completely open are are they back from the store yet it's an open category it's (laughs) not a closed category The binary, those are inherently closed categories. Mm -hmm. You are a man, you are a woman.
0: There actually isn't a lot of representation for non-binary people. So in that, it's open-ended. There are so many ways to be they. Yeah. Whereas to be he or she gets very prescriptive very quickly.
1: It is not giving them a... A box. Yeah. That's it.
0: It's not a third box. Yeah, It is a huge umbrella term. It and is
1: in, It is a non-box.
0: Every non-binary yeah. person you encounter is going to be uniquely themselves.
1: Picture two boxes.
0: Mm-hmm. And then everything Sit, outside and then everything the everything outside
1: of those boxes is mm-hmm. non-binary.
0: Definitely. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's a lot Almost bigger. by definition. So yeah. I'd agree with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> anyway, that was probably good.
0: Yeah, I agree. This felt. This felt nice.
1: So what's up? What you got on the? You got a little list
0: over there? No, that was it. We got it all.
1: Shoot.
0: I think so. If That's there's anything we didn't get, I'm just gonna record it. Oh, there's, there is so there is so
1: much more to talk about with this stuff. I've got like sp- things that went bad. Not that they're not. Not that everybody's trying to be supportive. You know, yeah. everybody was <laughs> trying to do. It. We just it's complicated when you're yeah. pushing up against a system that is so established, so yeah. ingrained.
0: When you raise kids this way, they they just it's amazing. I
1: think it's worth it. The
0: way it touches their families, their communities, yeah. and then of course, for themselves, the kind of uh, confidence they have. I won't pretend. In themselves.
1: I won't pretend it's not intimidating. So good mm-hmm. on you for considering it. And well, yeah, totally.
0: Yeah. We'll um we'll have another podcast episode where we talk about. Yours and my progression. I understand that we just talked about the reasons why we decided to parent this way. Mm-hmm. But what was it actually like to yeah. make that decision? And the way we had to confront yeah. our ideas of having a kid, our ideas of gender, and that path, that journey to get to having J-Bug. And, and going with, that with the kid. they, them pronouns. Oh, they're so cute. Having
1: such a good time.
0: Yep. So cute in their new clothes that Stressed, they picked out but, themselves.
1: Oh, dude. I can't I can't handle it it was particularly choice articles of clothing the the pants with the rainbow stripes we got the legit Jimi Hendrix t-shirt the hoodie good Mm -hmm. stuff but not just that it's the shift from like very clearly, like baby, baby clothes, clothes to like clothes that look grown, and yeah. I, and it just really changed my image of them overnight.
0: Yeah, you got your, your first <laughs> Now little I can pair take that jeans. baby to a
1: show. Now yeah, we're gonna totally. go to a <laughs> concert.
0: Uh, yeah, we've got pride coming up in just over a month, so yeah,
1: that would be fun.
0: We'll go to the parade, we'll yeah. go do some fun stuff out and about.
1: Yeah. Yeah. All right, we gotta wrap it up. we it gonna go shower. Yeah. All right. Thanks. We love you. Yeah.
0: Good job out there. Yeah. You're trying. Ah, uh, we're all different. Yeah. Let us know yeah, if you need any help, you know. Yeah,
1: for sure. Reach Happy out. to let you know what our experience is anyway with it. Mm-hmm.
0: We yeah. will continue to do so. All right.
1: All right. <laughs> all done. That's all for now. And this was before
0: we had a baby monitor.
1: And April. She was the baby
0: monitor. <laughs> That she was, you know, supportive from the get go. But at she... one point she came to you and she said, Hey, thank you. Deeper understanding. My nibbling came out as non binary and I felt like she had a ready. little
1: bit more information on I that.
0: I felt before. more ready yeah. to embrace this identity shift.
1: Hey, thank you for listening. Our intro outro music is by Moo. Follow us on social media and give us nice reviews.